You're listening to the apple-flavored pomegranate. Penetrate the portal to coupling ecstasy with Justin and Tonya Dawn Reckler. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the apple-flavored pomegranate. I am Tonya Dawn Reckler here with my hunka hunka burning love, Justin Reckler. You want to say hello? Everybody, oh, you are how are you? Hello. Beautiful, beautiful. We are gathered here today. Mowage. No, just kidding. That's not, the, that's not the quote. So we are talking today about finding I in we. And this comes up a lot in conversations in terms of oneness. As you can imagine, dedicating our existence to walking toward oneness together kind of brings up some questions for the individual self at times, right? That that avatar that what, we all are. What, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm speaking, of course, for a friend. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so so how does that look, right? And and it, this actually is really connected into what we've learned about collaboration. If you've had a chance to read uh, my article on do you suffer from premature collaboration, it, it this is one of the points in there where it talks about how if the self hasn't actualized, doesn't know itself to have been successful in the actualization process, then it will step into collaborations seeking to still discover itself. Now, there's always some aspect of discovery that happens when we join in with others, but there's a difference between coming into it knowing who you are and, and it versus finding yourself, right? Knowing who you are and, and, and discovering new aspects of yourself is a beautiful thing to happen in a collaboration. Not knowing who you are and looking for yourself to be defined from within that collaboration creates inequities within that energetic imbalance, essentially. And so how do we do this, right? How do we allow for the developmental process of each person involved and also allow for that weeness factor to be present in a relationship to also evolve, which is, which is important, right? That, how, do you, how do you find yourself in that? How does the relationship container evolve beyond the eye, but still keeping, because yeah, the relationship container requires both mm-hmm. parties in order to be in it. So how, how does that balance work out? It will exactly. And, and keep in mind, we're coming at this from the lens of, you know, we weren't satisfied with the experience of being two separate individuals walking this path together. That was one is one way to do it. I mean, I guess I should say I wasn't satisfied. Maybe Justin would have would have been satisfied with it. But for sure now the, the, he's the, not. The caveman pound my chest. <laughs> I man do what's right. That old that old paradigm in the in the traditional mindset. Absolutely. But in my journey, Hell no. <laughs> He's like, I'm opting for what's behind door number two. Yeah, I'll take door and number you, two. you, yeah, have, you get a taste of it, folks, and you cannot, you can't be satisfied with anything else. And then I'm talking about that ecstatic dance we each get to do individually with the divine, and the even more ecstatic dance that we get to do in in co-creation with someone else. And so Justin's going to share the poem that he has selected uh, for today's episode, and then we'll cut to a break. Go ahead, my love. This one is from the Complete Poems of Emily Dickinson, edited by Thomas H. Johnson. Um, Here we go. This is poem 1106. We do not know the time we lose. The awful moment is and takes its fundamental place among the certainties. A firm appearance still inflates the card, the chance, the friend, 
the specter of solidities whose substances are sand. Mm, beautiful. Well, we'll dive into that after the break. Folks, we're talking today all about finding I in we. Thank you, love, for that, that beautiful reading of the poem. Um, remember to go to superpowerexperts.com, folks, and connect with us. So many ways that you can join up with us there in the community. We have our connection groups. We also have CIFA. Make sure you get signed up for that if you want to learn how to hold that creative center and then not be swayed by vibrations and energies coming at you from the world. Um, join in in this movement of love and connection and guidance that 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 we have been so passionately sharing with you over the years. We welcome you there. And, and we hope you'll join us. Stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the apple flavored pomegranate. And we're talking today about finding I and we. And before the break, Justin read this beautiful poem of Emily Dickinson's. And the poem really kind of speaks to, I think, on many levels, the the um, sort of dissipation, right? Losing the I and we. So talk talk about that experience for a little bit. It's really I, what stood out for me was that like the sand piece, right? If like this the in yourself, especially in relationship, whether it be in relationship with yourself in relationship where there's a, a significant other relationship with God, right? It, it's losing that, that self dissolving of ourself and merging into oneness with each other and, and with the divine. It's, it's, it's a, um, uh, like a magic melting. It's like a melting, um, butter, right? And, you just learn more, you become more when you realize that you don't have to hold your shape. You don't have to hold the I-ness, the ego, the, that you're, you have to do this alone. And when you can lean into your partner, lean into God, well, more importantly, lean into God together, when you come into that space, it's there's there's no way to describe it other than just ecstasy and just i mean orgasmic per <laughs> se right and i'm not even talking about sex um but i think there's there's a, a a piece of us and i this is i'm just talking to the guys on this one the masculine energy on this one that says one that's not safe and two I, I need to be the the provider. I need to be the king. I need, so uh, if I'm not that, then then who am I? In the weeness, and the funny answer is, you're still that, but you're doing it in the kingdom with your queen, with your partner, with your in the relationship. It doesn't get lost. It just changes how it's experienced. Is that close? Oh, I think it was a drop the mic, right? Right, that was a good moment, babe. Well, and I was, I was going to ask you. I was actually going to put you on the spot a little bit and say, you know, it's it's beautiful depiction, and and in all truthfulness, some aspects of you don't seem to always be satisfied with that vision, right? And yeah. and aren't always jumping on the 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 bus, Gus, right? They're 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 kind of mm, 
nope, not happening, right? So, and, and, and I think we can understand that, right? There, there's some individuation that we like. And, and I do think there's space in the weeness for individuation, maybe not the individual. The individuation is, is provides a richness, a, a diverseness. Like I, I don't, you bring aspects to the relationship that I don't have. It's and like I, seasoning. I, I get that through you. It's, it's like seasoning, That's right? right. It, That's it's so right. the, the two sticks of butter have melted and become one. And now the individuality is, is the, is the seasoning that we each bring into that space. And it's not from a place of, um, it's not a place from I, it's not a place from ego. It's a place of, Oh, I've got that. That's the piece I carry. Let me, mm-hmm. let me bring that forward. It's oh, like butter. I, I know. I, oh, I know the answer. Oh, I know the answer. Right. And oh, there it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's still like, Oh, that was brilliant. Oh yeah. It's exactly what I, that, that what we're looking for in this piece and it's not done from a uh, look at me, look how great I am. It's done from a place of I and my individual my individuality was able to bring something into the container that highlighted it for both of us. Just like you do the same, you you bring something into the container that highlights it for the both of us, right? And so in that aspect, we we still have our individuality, but together and blended in that space in that connection in that that buttery sauce right that yummy goodness <laughs> watch out folks <laughs> yummy. We're, gonna, we're gonna start a trend on yummy <laughs> let's um, get yummy but in in that in that space you realize that who you are doesn't matter because it's not about you and when you can come into the container your partner can recognize the same because it's not about them and there's this ecstatic experience when you're when you're choosing that um and and i think the contribution piece the co-creation piece is a big part of that being able to know yourself as a creator in that space as, as you're giving voice to like being able to contribute something to help make the picture different bigger better right um, and so how do you handle those pieces that don't agree i don't you know i what do you do when that comes up um, well, try the best to shut them up before they create first and foremost. Um, and then transmutation, it, it, transmuting it and recognizing that it, it no longer has a voice, but comforting it and going, it's, it's okay. It says nothing about you. You're still in the relationship container, but doing that internal work of taking hold and then looking at it and going, okay, why am I seeing this? Why did that come up, right? That 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 just disrupted the the relationship container. Why did it come up? And then and then looking at it and going, okay, but then rather than letting it, you know, just pout and go back to its bedroom, right? Rather looking at it and going, it's okay. You're, you're still loved, you're still smart, you're still brilliant, whatever that is. And then putting it to sleep, <laughs> right? <laughs> letting it, letting it rest. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, and that takes, that takes, it takes some willpower because it's, it's so easy. It wants to be right. And in, in and of itself, it is, it is right. It's not wrong. In its world, it's right. In its world, it, mm-hmm. it's Right. Right, but in the relationship container, it's abrasive. In the relationship container, it wants the attention 
and it doesn't get the attention. The relationship gets the attention. Well, exactly, and and it and that so that sounds kind of weird, and and we can you can feel the power in starting to to speak this way, right? It's just like that's really awkward. Like nobody talks that way. Like what do you mean, right? <laughs> and so there is some awkwardness in introducing vernacular into a relationship, introducing a new program into any container creates friction initially. But when you want what comes on the other side of that more than you want to continue to perpetuate the comfortable, even when it's uncomfortable, right? The known that's really uncomfortable and not not preferred, but we stay in it because it's the known. So that becomes what's comfortable, right? If we really truly want to change that, right? If you want more connection with your partner, if you want to be able to to do those four to six layers of connection and and to to do that vibrational coherence technique where you can really truly start merging your creative energy fields, if you want the richness of that experience, then it's worth persevering through the friction to get there. But but how do we start people? Like like let's say they don't like like the people say right like your wife taught you this stuff. Like what do I do? Uh, you know other than obviously get involved in our community, get involved in our work because we'll help you. We're, we're there to help you. But let's say that, that that for whatever reason, they haven't signed up for the community yet. I'm not sure why anybody hasn't signed up for the community yet. But let's say for some reason they haven't signed up for the community yet. What can we help them with? How, how can they be guided into this? Start self-reflecting in everything. In everything. If you're seeing a pattern of behavior in your relationship that's not serving you and you don't want it, you have to stop doing what got you there in the first place. You have to stop doing what what creates that separation, that creates that fissure, that creates the nagginess, that creates the the separation, that creates the the feeling that you're just really two people occupying the same space at the same time and going through life and sharing a bank account, right? If that doesn't fill you anymore, if you're not getting filled in your relationship and, and, and those you're constantly fighting, there's arguments, there's really no connection or emotional availability, right? Start reflecting upon that and going, okay, what was my part in this? How can I do something different? Not only that, but stop looking at you and start looking at your partner. What can you do for them, right? Because when we don't let go of our little pieces that want to come up and, little, and be right, right? That come up and, and, and just want to argue. We're no longer looking at the relationship container. We're, we're looking at ourselves. We're not looking at our partner. So anytime that ego pops up or those pieces pop up and, and it creates a situation that you don't like, don't chalk it up to just, oh, that's the way she is or, oh, that's the way he is, right? Because all that does is saying, I don't want to do the work. I'm I'm happy where I'm at. Mm. Partner is just a reflection of the internal thoughts that you have about yourself and of the world and of your partner. If you want something different, you can see them in a different light. You have to uphold them in a different light and you have to do something different. You have to take responsibility for your side of it. And absolutely, if you can truly and honestly say that you tried and, and, and you poured everything in the middle and that you didn't cause any of the, your own behaviors, your own patterns of communication weren't contributing to the experience that you're having, then, then yeah, absolutely, there's, there's other options. But if you truly want to experience that in your relationship, 
you have to start looking at yourself first and look at every time that you're not looking at the relationship container, which means that you can't be looking at yourself. You have to be looking at the relationship container, which means you have to be looking at your partner. Uh, phenomenal advice. I really love that. And, and one of the ways that that starts to show up is you you may be catching yourself kind of in the act and it gets kind of awkward, right? You're you're like speaking Ego something. Ego does not like that. No, it doesn't you. like it at all. But But to just have the courage to say, okay, stop, because you know it, right? You start to become aware of it. And then it's like, okay, this is a runaway train. This is a runaway Stop talking, stop talking, stop. I'm, this is a runaway train. And you're like, I'm still talking, right? You really have to have the courage to go, okay, stop. I really want to be right right now, but I'm going to just take a moment and I'm going to step back or I'm going to take a breath, right? And give yourself that space. If you can just do that, you've already disrupted the program. And once you've done that once, you can do it again. And you can do it again. And that's how we get started on these trajectories. It's super important that you're willing to win that, uh, you know, be aware of it, as Justin was talking about, and then make sure that you're willing to go, right? Just stop, even if it's mid-sentence, right? And you seem foolish. It feels kind of weird, but you're like, I want harmony in my relationship more then I want to continue on this train wreck that I'm on, <laughs> yeah. right? Because we, we've all seen those, right? We, we, we've been in relationships where we let the movie run out in our head and we see the train hit the wall. That's right. And you're, right? Like, you're oh, like, oh, that's not going to end well, right? <laughs> right. So, so I, this point just keeps dancing around the edges and I re- really want to capture it because the whole conversation around finding I in we is in what you said just a moment ago, honey. And it was so beautiful and so subtle. It's when you, okay, okay, this is so perfect because it's connected into when we make the choice to combine ourselves or to align ourselves with divine will, right? On some level in that journey, it feels to the ego like you're taking a submissive, less powerful stance, right? It's not until you continue journeying, but, but until you see, oh, wait, I hold all the power because of free will. I, I have to will that that the divine will be done through me, will that God's will be done through me, that is 100% in my control. That is my power to make a choice about. We did the same thing in our relationship when we started implementing the two concepts. One was everything you give, you give freely with no expectation expectation of response response. or reciprocity, right? (laughs) Kind of grab that one from Burning Man. So shout out to the burners. And then two is if you can practice this, I promise you it's magic, is the ego finds contentment when it knows who it is in a situation. When you choose to be the one that does for your partner, that gives first for your partner, that considers your partner before yourself, you've now given your ego a new role that is in alignment with the relationship container, the ego can continue to grow. The individuation continues to get fed because it now knows itself there. I am the one that gives first to my partner. I am the one that is fostering and polishing consideration so that I can, so I can continue to shine greater and greater light onto my partner. Now the ego has purpose in the relationship container. That was beautiful. Well, and I'm going to, I'm going to add to that because one of the pieces that stood out is like when you give to your partner first, right? Again, we pick on the guys. <laughs> that especially means sex. <laughs> that especially means 
sex. Let's say all things sensual. All things all sensual. All things ooey yes. gooey. All things yummy. ooey gooey yummy. Be right. generous, if you gentlemen. are the one carrying Be the mas- if you're the, the one carrying the masculine energy in your relationship, then give first and watch what the feminine will return in favor. It is magic, this sex transmutation, and we'll do another show on that. But um, I, I that just stood we out. We have for to me. gear this up for that. that. Maybe we need more practice. We, yes. we should practice. We should. Oh, we should. Yes, we'll, we'll be taking notes this weekend. <laughs> no. Won't. You better not be taking notes. Okay, that's a ch- challenge accepted. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> I got something for that. Oh goodness! All right, we're we 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 we're divesting. But the that point. No, I don't even need to say but. That was beautiful. Thank you. And and the integration of that being willing to enjoin the ego into the container is how we do this. This is the solution. It's saying, yeah, you get to be here too. I don't, we don't need to put you to sleep. You know, it's kind of like, this is weird, our parenting, right? Let's just take it out of that container. It's kind of like the, the, the awareness that we had that when Neva came through, it wasn't, she wasn't like an add-on, right? Like a random like, like thing over there, like some growth that occurred. It was, like, it was, it was an addition to and we and we held it that way, and so yeah, we she said wasn't about, a burden. She wasn't. Yeah, she was, we weren't was, trying to get away from her. Yeah. We we really actually liked being with her, you know, and, and our kids, our yeah, own too. Yeah, we of course, yeah. And it, it was it was the process of Neva between us, I think, yep. that really illuminated this. And and in having that experience with her, we got to reimagine our relationship with the older two kids. And so it was, I mean, a really beautiful transformational experience that occurred here when we made the choice to integrate her into our family. To, to make space for her. So that meant adding this other element. It couldn't just be our coupleness and then here's the kid, right? And, and energetically engaging with her and allowing her to inform the relationship container because she's a creator unto herself. And so, and, and, and so it is, you see the pattern, right? That's the, our individual walk with the divine. It's our walk in our, in, our, in our coupling. It's our walk in our families. We can do this in organizations. I can go on and on and on and on all day. If we choose to put other people before ourselves, trust me, you will be cared for. It, that is a leap of faith, right? Yeah, in is. our coupling, we talk about it, right? Make that agreement. You don't yeah. have to leap with faith with your partner. Hey, I want to learn to be really generous with you and trust that 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 you'll return that. How can we walk toward that? Can we can we maybe talk about what that would look like? One, it starts with a conversation. It starts with the willingness to look at your partner and go, "Hey babe, I think we can do better. I want to do better. I I want to draw closer to you. I want to have more time with you. I want to merge at a level that I lose myself and, and not just in, in, in intimacy, but in, in all things, in, in all things. And from How about the, in all things intimacy? In all things <laughs> intimacy, absolutely. And right, it, it, it takes the courage to be, to be able to look at yourself because your partner, you, you, your partner might be like, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with where things are. And if you're wanting more, if you know there's more, if you feel the more, then you, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your partner to go, Hey, how, how do we do this? I, I want I want to do this. I want more. I don't want just the come home, slap you on the ass after work, and we'll see you on the weekend, <laughs> right? I, I want Is that I, a thing. I, 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 Does that happen? That may be a little too uh, uh, Al Bundy, but uh, oh. 
but, but I mean, that's that's really, really what it takes is, is it takes the courage to recognizing that you want and desire more and then bringing it to the surface with, with your partner and saying, Hey babe, I want to examine this. How do we, how do we get better at us? Right? Because it's difficult to do knowing that you got to tote the kids around and you got work and you've got all the little things, all the things that come around and, and you might, it may be that you just see each other in the hallway and passing on some days. Right. But you can still experience a connection mm -hmm. in that passing that reminds you that you're in it together and you're not mm -hmm. alone. Right. And it's, it's being willing to put that first over the job, over the mm -hmm. kids. That's right. right. Because if you don't, what's going to happen when, when the kids have left the house and you're looking across at the part, your partner going, I don't even know who you are. Mm hmm. Or you retire or, or whatever change yeah. happens where you find yourself spending a lot of time. Or I don't know, a pandemic hits and you're stuck in the house together, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I, you know, beautiful, beautiful depictions of that. And I, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about our co-program, our co-creation program with couples um, where we get to work with them with CIFA. That yeah. uh, CIFA for couples is it's a vibrational coherence tool, folks. It is so magical in this space because it allows for us to connect even when our thoughts may be disparate, even when our emotions may collide, we maintain a connection that continues to draw us closer and it gives us the space and the time that we need to draw back together in our thoughts and in our emotions. Um, such a beautiful technique. And so go to superpowerexperts.com, check that out. If you haven't gone through the core classes, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. And then if you're interested in that um, couples optimization program, it is a truly beautiful experience. We appreciate you joining us here on the Apple Flavored Pomegranate. We've been talking all about finding I in we with my favorite partner to share I-ness with, right? We get to have uh, two I's in the we, right? We, we, there's, there, the I gets to be there. You're just not the only I, right? And so figuring out how to harmonize that is really important in your relationship. And we're so grateful that you've joined us here because as you know, it is Always, Always more, more fun, fun to, to play, play with, with others. others. Goodbye for now. We love you all. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.